Amen. I'd like to welcome you to our Sunday afternoon service. If you'd like to find your place in the last chapter of the book, and that's Revelations chapter 22. And the title of the message is Worship God. I'd like to welcome those that are joining us by the way of the internet. We thank God for your presence with us. I, tr I trust this message will, will find your heart ready to receive what God has for us. And if you didn't get an opportunity to listen to this morning's message, it's the beginning of this. It's a two-part message, so I would encourage you to go back and listen to this morning's message, and that'll be point number one, and we'll get to two more points this afternoon in this message as well as we look at what John saw and heard and how it ought to affect us because Jesus says, I'm coming quickly. He is coming back, and we need to be right with Him. We need to be found faithful. And if you find your place there in the last book of the Bible and then also the last chapter, Revelations 22. And, you know, as we look at this and we see that there is a final chapter, this was the last chapter that was penned and, and it was sealed here. And, and uh, the last word is amen. I mean, it's true. That's, that is true. And uh, we see that the final chapter was written. But, you know, the final chapter of our life is being written every day. Matter of fact, you are writing the final chapter right now of your life. We don't know when our life's going to end. We, we don't know if we have a day or ten days or ten years or a hundred years. If the Lord tarries, we don't know, but the final chapter of our life is being written as we speak. I wonder what's going to be said of us. What what. What will it say that you focused on in this life? And did you focus on, 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 on the things of God? Well, will it be said of you that you're, what you focused on and what you put your sight and what you caused yourself to hear caused you to worship God? You know, there's a lot of preacher worship going on today, especially with the internet and how everything's online and and uh, there's a lot of preacher worship going on. You know, even John, he, at first he fell down in front of Jesus there in, in the first chapter. But then, but then you find him here in the last chapter, he fell down at the messenger's feet. Uh, but that messenger was quick to say, don't you do that. He said, you just worship God. Across our land, there's a lot of Christians that are willing to let the preacher get excited over the things that he sees and hears from the Word of God. <laughs> that causes him to worship God. But can I ask you, what have you heard? What have you seen from the Scriptures that would cause you to fall down and worship? This morning we looked at the point number one, the time is at hand for God's people to see some things. But number two, this afternoon we're going to get right into the message, to the second point of this message, is the time is at hand for God's people to draw some lines. Let's start reading in verse 10. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings, the sayings of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. 
We're living in days of great apostasy where we're seeing a, a great turning away from the Bible traditions and Bible standards and Bible separation and Bible doctrines. Uh, we're seeing a great turning away. We're, we're living in perilous times and we're living in a day where seducers are waxing worse and worse and evil men, they're waxing worse and worse. Uh, they're deceived and being deceived. We're living in perilous times. We're living in a generation of so-called Christians who have itching ears and who, who've been turned into fables. And why is that? What caused them to become this way? It's because they will not endure sound doctrine and they've turned their ears from the truth. Turn with me over to 2 Timothy chapter 4. Keep your place in Revelations 22. But turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 4. Oh, there, I, I'm telling you, here, here we've got a warning here. Paul's warning Timothy of what God expects of him. It says, I charge thee, verse 1, therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap up to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. That verse over in 2 Timothy chapter 4 right here in verse 4, it tells me, and I'm telling you, it encourages me, not the fact that people have turned from the truth, but the fact that the truth is being preached. The truth is still being preached from pulpits today. It's they that turn their ears from it. I don't know about you. You can read this and be discouraged thinking about everybody that's turned you can cut on your TV or go on the internet uh, and look at the hundreds and thousands that are turning away from the truth. Uh, oh, but you can get encouraged also, my friend, of knowing that they're turning away from the truth. Uh, the truth is still being heralded today from pulpits uh, all across America. Boy, I tell you, that encourages me today. The truth is still being preached. He said, Timothy, preach the real word. <laughs> Some may turn away from it. Some may choose not to listen. Some may not endure it, but the truth still needs to be preached. In Revelation 22.10, he says, And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of this prophet of this book, for the time is at hand. Boy, the sayings of this prophecy of this book still needs to be heard today. There are those like you and there are those like me. We still want the truth. There'll always be a remnant who have not turned their ears from the truth. Thank God that you're part of that. Oh, the time is at hand for God's people to draw some lines. Look at verse 11 in Revelations 22. Verse 11, it says, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. You see, you're either in the first part of that verse or you're in the last part of that verse. The time is at hand for God's people to take a stand for righteousness and holiness. It's high time for God's people to take a stand for what's right and to stand out from the crowd. If we're ever going to see America turn to God, 
God. It's going to take some godly men and some godly women and some young people who are willing to step out from everybody else and to just stand on the truth of God's holy word. How we're living a day where you ain't going to be able to straddle the fence when it comes to worshiping God in spirit and in truth. You can't be one way on Sunday and a different way Monday through Saturday. It's just not going to work. That's confusion. That's not worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Oh, over in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 it says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light, which in times past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. In First Peter 1 and verse 16 it says, Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. In Romans 12 and verse 1 it says, I beseech you therefore brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Oh, the time is at hand for God's people to draw some lines. Hey, it's either you in or you out. Just go ahead and get in. Jesus is coming quickly. Number three, the time is at hand for God's people to do His commandments. Look with me at verse 12 of Revelation chapter 22. It says, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do His commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Jesus is coming quickly. And He says He's bringing His reward with Him. Oh, we've got less time than ever before to lay up treasures in heaven. Oh, our theme verse here at Friendship Baptist Church for this year is Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. It says that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of of God. Uh, oh, we got one life. Uh, that's all you have is one life to live for Christ. Uh, you have one life uh, to lay up treasures in heaven. You have one life to invest uh, in eternal rewards. Oh yes, there's blessings down here for living for the Lord. But those blessings are nothing compared to what God has in store for us in heaven you know, the only gold I, I own is on my finger right here. I don't own any precious stones. Uh, my, my wife has a very small diamond on her engagement ring, but to my knowledge, we, 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 we don't own any silver here on earth. Uh, oh, but I can say I've invested much uh, in those rewards uh, which are laid up for me in heaven. Uh, Jesus is coming, and He has His reward with Him. Can I just ask you, will you have anything to lay at Jesus' feet? Uh, the time is at hand for God's people to do His commandments. Why? Because His reward. He's coming quickly and His reward is coming with Him. Will you have anything? Will you have anything to lay at Jesus' feet?
In John 9, 4, it says, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. The final chapter has been written. The final directives have been given to us from Jesus. What have you heard? What have you seen in the Scriptures that's caused you to worship God? Have you caught hold of what God wants to do with you and with this church? Have you caught hold of it? Hey, it's not just for the preacher to see it, but it's for all to hear, to see, and worship God. Oh, it's time for God's people to take a stand on the truth of God's Word. It's time for us to get busy doing His commandments. You and I, we're writing the final chapter of our lives. What will be said of us? Jesus is coming quickly. Do you see the urgency to live for Him and do His commandments? There's no time to waste. Are there some clear lines that's been drawn in your life? You know, when Aaron had led Israel to sin against the Lord over in the book of Exodus... And when Moses had come down off the mountain, he said in Exodus 32 and verse 26, he said, Who's on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. Can I ask you, are you on the Lord's side? Oh, have you made it clear whose side you're on? Have you made it clear that you're on the side of righteousness? Have you made it clear that you're on the side of holiness? Oh, it's time. It's time. Let's close with verse 16, if you would. We'll start reading in verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root of the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is athirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify to every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book, of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. The final message has been preached. How are you going to respond? Jesus is calling out to all who will hear, all who will see and do something with what they've heard. Christian, are you right with God? Are you doing His commandments? Have you drawn some clear lines when it comes to your walk with God? Can I ask you, are you all in? The final chapter of your life is being written right now. Will it end like the words of Paul? In 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 6, he says, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I fought a good fight, I finished my course, I've kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love His appearing. 
In the final chapter, Jesus admonishes us. He says, I'm coming quickly. You better make sure that you're keeping the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Can I ask you this question as we close? Are you ready to meet Jesus?